The sunrise in Baldur's Gate is at first a slow affair. Denied its warming rays of golden light by the high stone walls on its eastern side, the harbor city is a chilly pool of clammy fog for most of your traditional morning, with large parts of the city obscured in deep pools of shadow. You find yourselves in one such shadowy place on this morning, the bustle of the city already well underway, punctuated by the barking call of a street-side vendor for the Baldur's Mouth, the official newspaper of the city. And you can hear him shouting all sorts of different headlines and parts of the paper. Uh, Grand Duke Abdel Adrian slain in the wide, interred in the high city. Sumptuary laws punched downward, allow fattest birds to puff plumage. Fist foiled, city funds procured by thieves. And so on. City funds procured by thieves. Do I know about this? The, uh, uh, the robbery of Nat Thankel. Oh, yeah. right, right. Okay, that's what it was. The, right. uh, the guild was able to right, they, do their heist without a hitch, even though even we didn't us. help them. Because, because I think. <laughs> despite despite everybody's opinion, because we were hailed as heroes, we're actually nobodies. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not nobodies. We're, we're, we're somebodies. We're just somebodies without the walls to back you are. Uh, the word you're looking for is pawns. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it it does appear there was some Roots. misunderstanding because of how things went down in the wide. And the assumption has been made that the four of you are a much bigger deal than you actually are. Right. Yeah, you mentioned that last time. Um, I have a question, something that I could not remember. Um, I know we had, um, I think it was members of the Watch with us when we went to the Low Lantern, right? Yep. Um, the people that we didn't take care of personally that are responsible for killing our friend Nemea, um, what happened to them? They probably were imprisoned, and a number of them were probably executed. Okay. So, when they were done beating up yeah. old people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people from the watch certainly weren't executed. They didn't give a shit. Um, so, on this morning, you find yourselves, and you know that where we left off, uh, you had had a, basically a day off from your objectives working for Older Ravenguard um, to do whatever you wanted to, and basically took that time to rest and recuperate from your fatal injury. Uh, as well as collect information from the library. Um, information that proved to be somewhat useful in terms of uh, learning more about what it means to be related to Ball. And uh, now you find yourselves basically called into duty once again uh, to meet with Older Ravenguard and see what is next on the agenda. And now he is setting up shop here, right? Yes, he's moved into the Sea Tower of Balderon. Uh, it is basically the most protected part of the city. It's a keep that is several stories high uh, with big towers on each of the four points and uh, some anti-ship weaponry up there as like a last defense in case they're attacked by pirates. Or I say below the bridge and just lean there. <laughs> they're the good guys. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> uh, previously, his base of operations had been uh, the tower that's on the center of the Worms Crossing, the center of the drawbridge. Basically, when the drawbridge goes up, the tower remains in place and the two bridges get drawn upwards um, to allow larger ships to pass. Uh, it's really unpleasant for the people who live in the bridge district because anything that is easily knocked off is knocked off when the bridge is drawn, and they are not allowed to use sturdy building materials. It is a very temporary housing kind of thing because in an emergency, they want to slough all that shit off into the water. It's all refrigerator boxes. And, mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Well, it's a shanty town. It's people who can't afford to live in the real city. It's people too poor to live in other parts of the outer city. Wow. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, but you are expected to meet with uh, Older Ravenguard. Uh, you actually arouse yourselves. Ha 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 ha. Uh, in the outer city, uh, just outside of the Hanged Girl Brewery. <laughs> That's where you work, right? Yes. <sighs> are you the hung girl? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, you, get, maybe you need to get to know me first. <laughs> no, it's like one of it's like a very gruesome sign. It is like a sign of like just. Is it the silhouette literally of a, a hanging girl? This is the hanging girl. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty gruesome. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I drink there. Yeah, well, you probably have. It's a craft brewery, so you know there's not a lot of people around. <laughs> <laughs> But the beer costs eight dollars a glass, <laughs> and all the good logos are taken. <laughs> Seventy bucks for a growler. Barking. So figure you guys were out and about pretty late last night. It's probably close to nine or ten a.m. by the time you're actually aroused from your slumber. <laughs> those rest. those late nights at the library, you can't beat them. <laughs> well, the library is in the upper city. True, it's a long haul. Yeah, back home at that point. Um, 
you wake up, and I assume that you were all probably heading on your way to go report to Older Ravengard, since he's currently your most supported benefactor. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the only one I have going for me. So Fist yeah. away. Fist away! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, along the way to Older Ravengard's uh, tower, uh, you do see that the Flaming Fist is out in force, and they are forming up into posses to try and crack down on this recent bit of vandalism. Mm. Uh, Flaming Fist are not sending out one or two man patrols anymore. These are like four or five man teams that appear to be specially selected with like a volunteer to repair the vandalism and a bunch of great A ass kickers to shake people down and try to find the vandals. Or at least protect the guy who's cleaning the vandalism. That's part of it, and some of it seems altruistic, but for the most part it's giving guys who are already kind of tough muscle heads an excuse to go out and beat on people who don't really necessarily deserve it. Yep. And so there are some uh, beefy flaming fist guys just kind of going around <clears throat> shaking down people who may or may not be guilty of anything. Uh, and at the most probably only guilty of like knowing who might be vandalizing something somewhere with a message that most of the people in the city agree with anyway. Mm. Um, other than that, let's see. Uh, whoever's first, roll a d20 for me. Well, we're all dead. Reroll. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. It's Paul's fine. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about it. I went to the library and I checked out a thousand and one genitalia jokes because I feel we're going to be needing them. So, uh, along your way, you actually have to come in from uh, the outer city. Um, you were in Temple Down, right? I'm in Southfoot. Oh, you're yeah. in Southfoot. Southfoot is where they're like, way the hell. Oh, so it's a long yeah. fucking hall. Yeah. So, you come all the way through here. And then the best way to get to the sea tower is to cut across the harbor once you're actually into the city. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, we're traveling through the same toll gate that uh, S. Face McGee. Nance Fangle. Yeah. Is he still working there? Uh, he is, but he appears to be way toning down the shit that he was doing. It would appear he at least in some small way learned his lesson. Oh, good. He was probably afraid for his life. Um, getting to the sea tower, you have to cut through the harbor. And along the way, uh, you pass by uh, the Temple to Umberly. And uh, those of you in the know, uh, any sort of religious knowledge whatsoever, know that Umberly is also called the Bitch Queen of the Sea. Oh! oh. She is uh, the goddess of tempest and uh, disaster. Um, very evil goddess who basically reigns over smashing ships on the ocean and causing great storms that maroon sailors. And uh, it's a very popular temple in Baldur's Gate because the prevailing belief is that that happens to sailors who don't show enough reverence for the goddess. And so they come and, like, give a tithe of their earnings or, like, uh, a sacrifice of a captured uh, pirate or something like that. And the Temple of Umberly does whatever they care to do with whatever is given to them. It's a very strange temple because you're not allowed to go inside for a sermon. You actually provide what you have to the priestesses who wait for you at the door and you just check it in and leave. Sort of like going to pick up a package at the post office. You're not allowed in there. Um, what they do beyond those closed doors is a mystery. They tend to take in women who have uh, husbands who've been lost at sea, uh, or uh, have lost their children through like miscarriages, hmm. and uh, they don't have anywhere else to turn. And they become priestesses of Umberley, and generally they are uh, rather sour from their life's experiences already. So they have a reputation for being very snippy and rude. Um, condescending snotty. And what's, and what's going on there as we're passing by? There is an enormous amount of people who appear to be in line to provide their offerings. Uh, it looks like a lot of the sailors have decided it's probably a good idea, since the city's a little fucked up right now, Mm-mm. to turn in everything they've got for the Bitch Queen's Blessing and go to sea, because it's probably safer than being in the city right now. Wow. It's really that tore up, huh? These guys at least seem to think it's so. It's now a buyer's market, though, so now's the time, so... <laughs> Yeah, they have um, <laughs> real estate speculation. is not one of the Dragomir's strong suits. The guys, who, the guys who own and operate ships are the same guys who aren't allowed to wear jewelry or colored clothes. Mm. So they're just looking to go someplace where they can flaunt their beautiful plumage. They're looking to go anywhere that doesn't uh, punch down on the people that make the city work. Without the merchant's coin, the city doesn't operate. Regardless gotcha. of what the patriarchs think. I mean, the law is dumb, but geez, just so you can't wear purple, big damn deal. <laughs> well, it's um, no jewelry, no outward displays of wealth via clothing. So certain colors, fabrics, cuts, 
everyone guys, is in beige. Yeah. Well, except these guys just like, have to They're travel. just like everybody outside the city. So nothing but beige. So hey, whatever. Well, a, a big part of it is that uh, they're enforcing it on the spot with no prior warning. Mm-hmm. So people are in town and they're like, I'm literally wearing the clothes on my back. And they say, you can't do that. And they're like, I'd have to walk home in the nude. And they're like, you can't do that either. So I guess you're going to jail. Um, so it's a way to arrest people, like, for the sake of causing trouble, basically. Basically, yeah. yeah. A way for the rich people to remind everyone else they're not rich, no matter mm-hmm. what they think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you see this sort of grim spectacle. It's probably a hundred sailors that are waiting in line to speak with the priestesses who are just being really snotty, taking whatever they can. Sometimes it's a lab captive. Um, it, it's a pretty skeevy sort of organization, but one that is a commonly accepted and necessary part of the operation of Baldur's Gate. Because without appeasing the bitch queen of the sea, you used to say a hurricane doesn't blow in and ruin the city. Uh, and so far, it's worked. You should just put a slot like Blackbuster. Just shove in your sacrifice here. You know. They actually do have a gold slot for after hours. Nice. But uh, a lot of what they're offering are like yeah. creatures, <laughs> not cash. The old Dropbox. And if you force a creature through the gold slot, it's just not worth anything to the bitch queen. Yeah, it's not really very helpful at that point. It's already been a sacrifice and not for her. (laughs) So at that point, uh, you were able to walk past this without any sort of interference. These people are conducting regular daily business, and you arrive at the Sea Tower of Balderon, where you are able to present your silver brooches that were provided to you by Mm -hmm. uh, Marshal Older Ravenguard, and uh, you are permitted entry into the tower. You may recall that below you, uh, are the armory and prison, and above you are all of the barracks, and at the very top is uh, Raven Guard's office. Mm. Uh, when you arrive at Raven Guard's office, uh, he's being attended to by a couple of like information uh, dispensers, guys who work for the Fist who are collecting the word on the street and providing to him data from guys who are out in the field. Um, it appears that he's got a lot on his plate right now from outside of the city, not just within, mm-hmm. and he's just trying to deal with everything at the same time. And at the same time as that, uh, one of the representatives is somebody from the Parliament of Peers uh, who is consulting him on matters political outside of his domain as a flaming fist operator uh, because one of the commonly accepted things in the city of Baldur's Gate is that one of the four dukes represents the interests of the flaming fist. Okay. And Abdel Adrian previously had been the High Marshal of the Fist. Uh, with his death, uh, there's a vacancy both in that position and as a duke. And while they haven't crowned a fourth duke yet, uh, there is a prevailing assumption around the city that that's Older Ravenguard's position to lose because he's the guy in charge of the fist right now. Right. And so a member of the Parliament Peers is here to pick his brain on his opinions on political matters, and though he can't officially cast a vote, uh, the Parliament Peers wants to be on his good side because they are generally considered the people who don't have as much power as the three actual dukes do. And so they want to have some faction, something that bolsters their interests. It appears to be way too much for Older Ravenguard. He is uh, answering 20,000 things at one time, signing documents he barely has a moment to read when you were led into his office. And at that moment, uh, the political person keeps talking, but all the Fleming Fist people stop. And he holds a hand up to shush the person from the Parliament of Pierce. Uh, this meeting's adjourned. We'll resume in 25 minutes. Thank you. And they all dif- like disappear off. The problem appears, guys, looks very butthurt about this. Yeah. Storms off into the side chamber. And he wavers you over to his, wavers, waves you over to his desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he takes a seat in a large creaky wooden chair and sort of tenses his fingers up. He gives him like a military salute of some kind. He gives you a perfunctory nod. Mm-hmm. He's basically not in the mood for that kind of shit. <laughs> he looks very stressed out. <laughs> It looks like he's had a lot heaped on him all at once, and he's not comfortable with everything being asked of him right now. Um, he's working on learning how to do all the things he's supposed to do, but he's doing two different new jobs for him, and one of them he doesn't even technically have the title yet. Mm-hmm. So he looks over the four of you and gestures to, uh, he's got like an overstuffed couch on one wall, and then there's two wooden chairs in front of his desk. On the couch, immediately. <laughs> But, like, perched on the edge of the couch where you're, like, sitting, but not really sitting on the arm. Sort of uptight, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're trying to look cool, standing. though. He, um, he waits for anybody who wants to take a seat to take a seat, and he says the reality is that the vandalism has grown out of control, and it's enough to deal with all the crime on the streets without also having to combat anti-fist sentiment in the lower city. Something I never thought we'd need to deal with. You would think the lower city would be appreciative of our efforts to keep criminals out and 
keep the patriarchs up in their high walls and high castles. Either way, it needs to be stopped. I believe that it probably originates from the dock houses where uh, the working class operate. A lot of the folks there have ties to the guild, gambling debts and the like. And I really need somebody to shake it down and remind them that authority is a presence in Baldur's Gate. Maybe I can't win their hearts and minds, but at the very least, we can stem the tide of vandalism and remind them that we do have the power to prevent catastrophes, unlike the Watch. It says, uh, the outer city is a bit out of our control at the moment. If we can't control things in the lower city, it'd be difficult to branch out outside of the walls. Uh, would you assist me in attending to these matters? Is it at all possible that you can give the people some time to adjust to the new law? This was enacted on the spot. You can't blame people for having nothing else but the clothes on their back and then being arrested for charges of public indecency when those clothes are taken away. He says, uh, the respect of the fist is tied to the respect they've earned from the patriarchs. The patriarchs want us to enforce the law. I don't wish to enforce that law. It is the law of the land and my hands are tied. However, I would encourage you to enforce our other interests so that I don't have to ask you to enforce an unjust law. I believe that if we stem the vandalism, that will buy the time that is needed for these people to find ways to adhere to an unjust law long enough for it to blow over and for these ridiculous things to be swept aside. And he sort of sighs and he, he looks sort of wistfully out the window and he says, when they make an official appointment of a fourth duke, and he sort of rolls his eyes, I believe it would be no small thing to revoke the sumptuary laws. Until that time, we are beholden to enforce it. Have we seen this uh, graffiti ourselves? Yeah, yeah it's all over the city. Is it a, pa- a specific pattern, or is it just random people saying "f you"? I mean, is, it's it, not like you it know, basically it's not seems... like a V for Vendetta symbol, or there's no like <laughs> no, there's, there's no like recurring symbols. It doesn't seem like a conspiracy okay. thing. Mm-hmm. It's pissed off people with paintbrushes. Yeah. Nice. If it's not possible to not enforce the sumptuary laws. Is it possible to not use physical violence on those not committing vandalism? He says, with people riled up the way they are right now, no. It's more of a self-defense thing at this point. Those of us who are going out to clean up the vandalism have been under attack by frustrated lower city, particularly the folks who work among the harbor and shipping districts. The reality is that they are going to strike at us and we must retaliate. Does this jive with what we saw in the outer city? Or is it like there... You give some authority to a bunch of random people and some of them will use it well and some of them won't. Mm -hmm. And what you've seen is a pretty equal mix of both. Some of these people are just meatheads who are out there to cause trouble because now they have the ability to go cause trouble. Mm -hmm. Some of them are out there to actually act as protectors and in some cases are baited by people who are, like, throwing vegetables and stuff at them. Mm-hmm. You know, the usual ways that people rebel. Mm-hmm. What is punishment for graffiti? Imprisonment in the sea tower. For how long? A oh, ten day, maybe more. It's small punishment. That's not so bad. We round up rabble. We make show. People go home, overzealous flaming fists, do no harm. Do I know what the the prison looks like? Like, is it... I mean, obviously, it's a prison. It's not a five-star hotel. But, like, is it better, like, drier, more regular food and that kind of thing than people who are in the outer city are accustomed to? It's a prison, so it's unpleasant. It's uh, not but, pleasant, but it's not the outer city. It's Honestly, it's probably better than a lot of places you could live in the outer city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the basement of the Sea Tower of Balderon, which means it's constantly under the impact of ocean spray, mm-hmm. making its way in through the delta just up the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because of that, there is some very um, kind of lame punishment to being there, which is to say it's like, oh no, there's salt water everywhere, so my skin gets dry. Like, it's not pleasant, 
You're not getting cream. You'll probably crack your knuckles and stuff like that. But, like, they're not starving people. Yeah, it's not, like, ye olde medieval dungeon. No, they're throwing the Tower of London. This Baldur's Gate. Yeah. <laughs> this is a problem. Welcome to your dungeon. <laughs> it's designed to be a way to rehabilitate criminals, and in that respect, they feed them, and they keep them from freezing to death, but they yeah. make it very unpleasant. You're not going to die in the prison. Some people do, but those people are usually ill from something else before they're even Yeah, but it's not, like, going to... Prison is going throw to make key. you sick. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Seems like it's not an unreasonable thing to do. Yeah. This is not our. This is not. This is not for us to do. We are not mob control. Well, speak for yourself. I am mob control. <sighs> even you have bigger things that you should be. You should be striving for. Even even you, my, my big thug friend. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at level one Dragonbeard going, nope, this is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> he says, um, I mean, this this is a, you know, there's no pattern. There's no organization to this. It's the entire city is irritated. I don't know what you expect the four of us to do other than some token, uh, uh, let's go, you know, you know, I, I, you know, in the last two days, I've seen enough old men get punched by city watchmen because they were unhappy. I, I don't really need to do that myself. It, says, it would be, it would be, it would be a drop in the bucket. He it, says, "I'll remind you, I don't represent the city watch. I find their tactics to be disagreeable at best and disgusting at worst. Uh, the fist doesn't stand for that. The fist does stand for providing order where there is none, and currently things are chaotic." We need people who can go down and solve a problem by handling it without fatalities. It does seem better for us to handle. Well, and as you did say, Marshal Ravenguard, you don't necessarily agree with the sumptuary laws, and you are up for quite the promotion. And, I mean, the fist looking really good right now would do a lot to put him in that position. He says, I wouldn't wish to give the impression that this is for anything less than the people of Baldur's Gate. However, the appointment of a fourth duke is what it will take for the sumptuary laws to be lost to the history of the city once again. Exactly. Who better and like who ha- who better has the interests of the people than you? So I think it would be well within our purview to, you know, Put a couple people away for a week and a half and let things quiet down a bit and let someone else with a little bit more pull pull some laws that don't necessarily make very much sense and nor do they very much reflect justice away. Marshal Ravenguard, if it is not uncouth to ask of you, because I do not intend to insult you in any way. But when you say the people of Baldur's Gate, which people do you mean? He says, I understand that you are a representative of those outside of the lands. And they are part of our focus as well. In our very immediate future, we need to contain things within these walls first. I won't insult your intelligence. I'm not going to tell you that we'll take care of the outer city right away. But without handling things inside of the walls, we can't approach a problem outside of the walls. Understood. Theodosius, it seems that if we do not take this task, the marshal will find someone else to do it. They may be less suited than you and I. I understand. I... I'm willing to do this task for the good of the people of Baldur's Gate. I only want to have some sort of ability, if not to trust, then to hope that by helping Marshal Ravenguard, we are truly helping all of the people of Baldur's Gate. I will do it without hesitation, but recent events 
and not so recent events, understandably, I should hope, have me rather nervous of those in power. Well, let's run our way. Mm-hmm. Guess we know what's next. Let's go catch some some bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dark winter. So yeah, he, he says um, the subduing. Is that, is that oh, <laughs> is he very chaotic? Good. He's, he's very twenty-three years old. I, I wrote lawful libertarian on my. That's my new alignment. Because uh, oh, I just don't like any of these. Uh, like none of these leaders are. But I don't. Obviously, I don't say that anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says um, the act of apprehension can be one uh, performed by my uh, Blaze and his associates, and he gestures to one of the side chambers. Uh, you, at this point, you picked up that Blaze is a a rank in the Fleming Fist, basically equivalent to like a lieutenant. He says, uh, what I really need is for someone to make a physical presence, subdue those who would do harm to our operatives, and allow one of our apprehenders to apprehend. <clears throat> in a visual way. We, we don't want to make it a thing that we do throughout the city. We want to make a display so the people of the city know not to do what they're doing. Says, if I can trust you to do this, then you yourselves may have a, a greater commission. Uh, among our ranks, he says, uh, currently you're regarded as uh, a gauntlet position. Um, but we would bestow upon you the rank of Flamon, which is basically like a lieutenant. Flamon! You know, like a sergeant or lieutenant. It's cool with Johnny Storm. <laughs> one tier below the blaze that he's deploying to basically follow you as a cleanup crew. Gotcha. He says, um, the commission does come with certain responsibilities, but it also comes with a, a paid wage uh, and a number of benefits throughout the city. But the number one thing is it would include uh, the wage, which would be uh, 60 gold per 10 day. Ooh. Oh, oh, which is like... Even libertarians like money. Four times as much as I mean, what we're getting currently, it's, right? Yeah, it's an office wage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not like 18-year-olds sign up for the fist. This is like career soldiers in their 20s. So if we do this, we get the promotion. Yes. Yep. He basically gives you a promotion now. Mm-hmm. Expecting you'll perform your duty. Yes. Senior executive bartender. <laughs> can uh, if this is the end of our meeting with the marshal, um, can we have a little aside on like the elevator ride down or or something, a little private party chat? It's uh, it's actually a long spiral staircase, mm-hmm. but there's I didn't expect an actual elevator. <laughs> it, it echoes a little bit, but it's if you're whispering, people probably won't hear the details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dragomir whisper. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I picture you as a single decibel guy. <laughs> Same straight. I whisper very quietly, my friend. <laughs> oh, you're doing so good. Guys. I love it. Um, but no, he, he will make a point of at least, you know, trying to get the message across that if we are trusted with this, then we can make sure that the right people are punished the right way, as opposed to someone who is less scrupulous attacking people and using violence where violence is not needed against people who are not needed to be hurt. Yeah. I trust you and I to handle this matter well. Mm-hmm. The uh, so <laughs> out of out of character, Theo is on board with the ends. He's just not sure if the means justify the ends. We need to find a way to just talk to the people and ask them to stop and clean up their own mess and not. I, I am not bringing the hammer down on the peasantry for this. I'm just not doing it. You're not in with the fist, right? I am. I, 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 I am. I am an undercover. We all have pins. Uh, okay. What do they yeah. call it? Oh, undercover cop. I'm, I'm undercover. Yeah, you're you're used the term. Yeah. Yeah. He used the term that yesterday, uh, last game. Yeah, I playing close up. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Well, if anybody's suited to that, it's you. Spreading the word that the well, fist I, is I, not. I, I did a great job, you know, convincing the the guild to do not to do what I what they ended up doing, which probably only made the situation worse. Yeah. Fair, but so it's not my idiom. You know, my idiom is shooting things in the neck, and this is not what I want to do with these no. people. <laughs> Presumably, there are a, a bunch of people, you know, guilty otherwise, who may you know have information that have already been locked up in the face of the sea tower, right? Yep. Um, and this is this is somewhat out of character because I'm not sure Dragon Drag- is shrewd enough to come up with this plan. But if we pick the right person mm-hmm. and 
you know, obviously it's got to be somebody who, who needs to go to jail because Dragomir's not going to lock up somebody who's, you know, innocent. Yeah. Um, but make sort of a bargain with them. Mm-hmm. Then we can get an inside man in the jail and get information out of people who have already been locked up who may not be willing to talk to the Flaming Fist guys. I'm not sure I follow. So let's find a guy that's not only guilty of vandalism, but guilty mm-hmm. of other shit. Mm-hmm. And we make a plea bargain with him and say, hey, listen, we're only going to send you to jail for the 10 day for, for uh, yeah, you know, the vandalism. But while you're in there, we need you to get information from the other people who locked up and we'll talk to Okay, us. so we're going to get you on the vandalism, not the shoplifting. Right. That way we lock up somebody for vandalism. We can make the show that older, Ga- older Ravenloft wants, mm-hmm. or Ravenguard wants. Mm-hmm. And we can also keep pursuing our ball spawn True. Period. Yeah. Cradle them gently. Yes. <laughs> we can keep squatting balls in the jail. Uh, were were we given the idea that we have to make only one or like is it like a? I, I don't think the number of people is as important as the show we put on. He kind of expects you to just like go to a bar in the harbor, mm-hmm. make a big deal, pick a fight basically with whoever seems like they know something. Mm-hmm. Make a big show of force without killing anyone. Mm-hmm. Apprehend everybody who's involved in the altercation and go home. Okay, well. Zanzer is our plain clothes man. Mm. He's in Mufti. If we send Zanzer. It's real. M U F T I. It's in crosswords. Okay. If we send Zanzer into the bar to talk shit about the Flaming Fist. And that seem like right up his alley. Yeah. <laughs> and see who in the crowd is maybe the most outspoken or says something when they're wrapped up. Mm. Let's do a sting. Yeah. yeah. You can be the agitator. Well, I'm just waiting for him to be in there being like, man, the fist sucks. <laughs> I got fisted I this really morning and it was terrible. <laughs> He's he looking at me twice last night. It was wonderful. He's looking at his hand. Act normally. <laughs> Disappointed. So it is kind of funny that if you look at the color of Zanzer's clothespin, so I intentionally had purple because he actually has. Because I totally stole the concept from some art that I found on the internet for this guy. That's what he was, and that's what to do. So he actually has a um, let's see if I can find it. I have it here somewhere. Alright, I lost it. Oh no, it's right here. He's got purple. Yeah. On parts of him. So I probably covered it up because I didn't even think about it until yeah. just now. Or like a big brown cloak over it. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a also, it, it, it raises the question, like, I used the example when we were talking about sumptuary laws last time that historically in our world when they were enacted, it was often about purple because purple was a difficult and expensive dye to manufacture. I don't know if that's something that's... Specifically, it, it does hold weight in Baldur's Gate as well. Yeah, okay. purple is an expensive color, and uh, royal blue is called royal blue for, for a reason. It's expensive. Yeah. Red right. too, probably. I, my head can on this yeah, guy is that this well, was this was the colors of his regiment off, or something. So. No. When he was a soldier, so okay. he just kept. I can. Just <laughs> <laughs> like a bunny rabbit. Your skin. Four skin. Do I have enough? Three skin. Don't take your four skin off. It's not good. I'm also moil. <laughs> <laughs> I carry hand axe for a reason. Oh. <laughs> I just nip the dip. <laughs> I don't even have a dick and that hurts. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to do a sting in a bar. A bar sting. That's what happens when you get, you know... Um... Wang jangled. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, so so you two are going to get this plan at all. Just, <laughs> well, I'm do just, you have a better one? I'm just gonna lure some guy. Oh god, this sucks. <laughs> oh come on, Zans, it'll be a great time. I I will go with your plan if you can think of a better one. We catch a guy in the act. Let's start with catching somebody in the act. Somebody who was actually 
doing it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> the vandalism. <laughs> it's a city that's like a mile and a half across. Right, you yeah. discuss And if it's happening all over the place, it shouldn't be too hard. Well, that's what you think. But also, so, like... Actually, I did want to ask Ravengard if it was happening in more, you know, somewhere more specific than just generally, or, you know... If the any... lower city appears to be what his concern is. The impression is it's happening all over the city. Yeah, but the, but the, the lower, lower city, city is... You know, it's a square mile. Yeah. It's, a big, it's a big space. I didn't know if one of these small... Because okay, the, yeah. the, the lower city is the epicenter of where people are getting picked on, because that's where the merchants I just didn't know if there was one of these five neighborhoods or six neighborhoods. Yeah. I mean, I, if I had to guess, and this is just an educated guess, it's probably farther away from the harbor and closer to the upper city, because... This is probably mostly like working class people who don't have purple to wear anyway. Mm-hmm. It's the merchants who want to live far away from the fifth stink of the water that are well, probably going to be. Merchants I... might be closer to the water because <clears throat> they're it's all sea stuff. Yeah, I've got some pretty banging investigation. I could walk around and just like start touching graffiti until I find something that's wet and see. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, blood. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blood, guys. That's blood. Now you have war herpes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think investigation seems like a good place to start. It's perfume. It's perfume. <laughs> so, alright, so I, I, I'm on board with catching somebody in the act. That's, there's no problem there. I, mm-hmm. I have a proficiency in investigation, too, so maybe, maybe between the two. Right. So the thing is, like, he's, he's really, what he's really counting on is the show. The show. He wants the pageantry. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why... He doesn't want one person to get arrested. He wants us to make a big show in one of the bars, so it's a deterrent towards everyone else. Like, here are the heroes of Baldur's Gate coming to bust your ass for graffiti. That's exactly what he has in well, mind. Well, if, yeah. if we find some fresh graffiti, like, maybe it's just an assumption that I'm making, but, like, people who are doing graffiti probably want to brag to their buddies that they're doing graffiti. So we find some white graffiti, go to the nearest tavern and try to see what's up. I mean, I think we could do that regardless of whether it's fresh or not. That was my idea with the sting. Like, have Xanzer go in and, like, make a claim towards, like, you know, the most outlandish whatever graffiti. If someone calls him on it and is like, you didn't do that, I did. Um. Well, it sounds like all of our plans begin with letting these two use their investigation to try and find Mm -hmm. the the actual people, the vandals that we're looking for. Yeah. Well, we gotta get to the... We're supposed to be in the dock bar, so that's where he... Well, that's where Ravenguard wants us to... Oh, so he, had a, he had a bar in mind. I guess I missed that part. One of the bars he at the like docks. He had, like, a district in mind, yeah. and there are a number of bars in it, and he doesn't really have a preference to where you start. He just wants to make sure it's a public spectacle. Can yeah. we go back to the Low Lantern? Because I've got a score to settle over there. <laughs> you could, except it's been closed. You uh, should. Yeah. You personally closed it, actually. <laughs> so I'm on it again. Let's well, that, it actually, again. that actually might be interesting, because there's probably stuff around there that they're, they're probably... Of course, the Fist wasn't involved in that one. Uh, the fist was marginally involved. We were you involved, were involved in it, as and representatives we're of the fist. fist. Right. I'm just wondering if, if that would be a hotbed. We're four fingers of the fist. <laughs> if the assumption that the lowland is tied to yeah, shush, shush. <laughs> uh, the, if the assumption that Silver Shield is making that the low lantern was tied to the guild is true, then a bunch of guys who are more or less aligned with the guild would have to find a new bar. So the, if you're thinking about ways to find guys who are likely to be committing crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, near the Low Lantern is uh, a pretty good starting position. They got so, a place to, to pervade their wares. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it seems like if we went to the next the next bar down the road from the Low Lantern, we'd probably end up catching a lot of the same assholes that stabbed you to death. Or the the, the second I'm most Moss really bar in town. <laughs> like, you're Sounds not going to go from... I mean, because <laughs> I mean, then not only are we are we catching vandals in our in our net, but we're also catching murderers. Yeah. You're not going like to go... Legit murderers. They killed you. You're not going to go from the low lantern to, like, one of those, like, more upscale... You're not going to go to the high lantern. No. Clearly, way too highbrow. No, here. way too highbrow. you got to go lantern. to the next... The medium lantern. Yeah, the magic lantern. The next skeeziest place. <laughs> Which is the magic lantern. I've been there. It's gross. You speak great. <laughs> Great, my day. <laughs> Back in my Back in my day, we uh, used asbestos and all the. Yeah, it was up twenty. Yeah, two d twenty rolls. Two d twenties in order. 
Uh, the first one is a 14. The second one is a nat 20. The uh, the icy star. Ooh. Neat. Is the next shittiest bar in town after yeah. a little? Yep. Ironically, all of the beverages are served at room temperature. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like what we want to do is for you guys to use investigation to find some vandals who also go to hole up at the icy star. Yeah, Let's the, do it. The icy star is actually uh, owned, uh, those of you who have been in the shitty parts of town, now, the icy star is owned by a warlock who actually made a pact with some dark power uh, maybe a hundred years ago. And he's long since dead, but his offspring actually run the Icy Star and is named for uh, the entity with which that warlock formed a pact. And Icy Star. So, and actually, this this is smart. I like what we're doing because we've been we've been looking at this thing frontwards instead of backwards the way we should have been looking. We shouldn't have been looking at the crime and then finding where they go hold up. We should be looking at the bar that's full of the worst fucking people yeah. that are probably guilty of a bunch of other shit, and then just using vandalism as our ticket through the door. And that way we won't feel so bad about the people that we're rounding up and putting in jail. Yeah, my point exactly. The yeah. next skeeziest bar. Right, I love it. Someone yeah. in there has probably done a vandalism <laughs> and they're probably as smart as we are. So, uh, it sounds like we want to do some investigating first. Alright. That end of the table. Please provide your investigation and tell me what you're doing. Well, that's Uh-oh. a seven. So, I can't see two feet in front of my own face. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just looking for shifty people in the uh, in the crowd. I guess see see who might be uh, especially look like they're doing something. Okay. Oh, you know what? I can help. It's a uh, seventeen. Eighteen. Here is a, a common dockside tavern. Ignore all the nomenclature in the corner. I'm only using the map. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have arrived in this tavern. And uh, there are a number of people here. First off, you recognize a couple of faces mm. from the Low Lantern. Was, of course, of course, we do. That was a good. They got black eyes, missing teeth. All right, my, I, I got to stop right there. My main concern is what is with the snakes coming out of the vent. <laughs> oh, that's just Steve. <laughs> what are they doing to these pigs? I don't know, but I, I'm guessing that's ketchup. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it looks. Like, I don't know what it looks but like But really, anymore. snakes. What, what's with the snake? Why There's pig butts snakes? over there, too. Yeah, they're, they're hanging from the ceiling. It's the yeah. kitchen. That's the sex Well, that's, um... <laughs> so, a little lay of land here. Oh, yeah, they, yes, they are. Now you've called me out. <laughs> um, the main front doors are over here, and you enter into the, the actual tap room. Um, back over here is a private area. It's actually just a raised platform. But it's secluded off for like private meetings. The VIP um, area. Somebody once upon a time killed a Medusa and mounted her head over here oh. because there was a big argument that came up in the bar about whether you beheaded the Medusa if it still turned you to stone. And the guy was like, "No, it doesn't. I'll show you." So they had it stuffed and mounted. And all these seats are filled with statues now. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> there are in fact no statues. Uh. Uh, this is like a private kitchen for things like um, uh, when, you, when you order a. a Poopoo platter, and they bring you the little like torch that everyone holds their food over. Oh, it's yeah. like that. Um, this is a storeroom for casks of ale and like dried foods. And uh, back here is like a slaughterhouse because they also have a kitchen here, so they prepare their own pork. Make it, make it. And one of the things that is an important deal uh, in the city of Baldur's Gate is that the lower and upper city do not allow uh, full fledged slaughterhouses because they are noisy and smell. And so, what they do is they get pigs who have been fully exsanguinated outside the city walls. And bring their carcasses in to hang from hooks so that they can cut what they need for their various meals and routines. Uh, and it's actually also a private apartment, which you can't see because it's cut off from me zooming in. But uh, the owners live out back. Like and, here? Yeah, that's where their couch is. And that's, it's not a break room. That's it's actually a burn, yeah. uh, It's, it's a ficus. <laughs> it's burn the fern. And uh, that's it. Fernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, and this really is Cargo Street. That's canonical. Really is actually on Cargo Street, which is uh, one of the basically sprawls that goes from the docks directly through the route to the Y, because people who are shipping in goods to sell in the Y have to come down to Cargo Street to do it. Mm. And uh, yeah, if you uh, put yourself into the tavern to scope it out, uh, Zanzer, you seem like you're the first person going in to get a beat on what's up, so please feel free to put your mini somewhere in the tavern. So uh, did my investigation kind of suggest that there's a seedier group? Oh, yeah. Your investigation is banging, but I want to know where you're standing before I tell you what you see. Well, I'm just... So, my, my goal was, was to, like, come in, 
take a quick beat of the room and sort of find a seat that might be nearest the, the worst people. So the really skeezy bastards like are... Bar, along the bar, if possible. Way over here, there's like some live music. And the guys you recognize from the Low Lantern are actually here, right in front of the stage. They want to be able to have the, the music drown them out while they talk about criminal shit. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> um, uh... Let's just murder the place. <laughs> How many fireball spells you got? <laughs> just all, all of a sudden, you're on board. Like you were, you were all up in the air about it until the guy was a, a Oasis cover band. Then you're like, nope, burn this place to the fucking ground. I was just hoping it was actually one of the Gallagher brothers and that was all set to murder. It's actually just Gallagher. He's hitting the <laughs> Still on board. They're all sitting there in ponchos. <laughs> Any of the vandalism in watermelon guts? Just that would give us a clue. <laughs> uh, before Theo goes in, he's gonna take the blanket from his bedroll and basically turn it into a makeshift uh, hood. Okay. Um, and like do the sort of um, like desert country thing. You know, I can see your face, not when I go like this. <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna not. He's going to try to disguise himself in a non-suspicious way, just sort of obscure his identity, and he's, okay. he'll look at Nemea and, like... Alright. Um, so eventually I'll come in and clump yeah. right there. And get, get you get your chance to get a good land of land once you actually get in there. It's just all fabric, because you still have the gauze over your eyes, so it's just a bunch of fabric on your face. I think um, Dragonair is going to wait outside, because he's very noticeable, and the guys with the low lantern will recognize yeah, him. I some way they won't. So, uh, I want to start with Xanzer here. Um, Xanzer, an investigation checkup takes more than like 10 seconds. So you walk in, you get yourself a drink or whatever, you hang out at the bar for like 5 minutes, and discreetly scope the place out. During that time, you find some people you recognize. You already made the roll. Let me make another one. Um, you recognize some guys over here, as I mentioned, the Low Lantern. Um, and they are talking about the events of the previous two days. Uh, they got roughed up at the Low Lantern. Uh, they got roughed up again by the Fleming Fist. And they appear to be a source of some of the venom directed towards the Law of the Land here. Uh, however, in addition to that, you do hear a bunch of people here who are abuzz with the graffiti and standing up against the man for their sensual bullshit. Uh, a number of the people who are uh, drinking here on this fine late afternoon uh, are people who are shippers and make a lot of money on the harbor, and it's their livelihood, and they are quite pissed off to have to basically dress and drab. And they are uh, upset with the patriarchs, they're annoyed with the flaming fist, they're actually as much or more annoyed with the outer city because they don't like being compared to them. And it's uh, sort of just the, the buzz of the tavern on this evening. Uh, the bartender is uh, a man wearing an eye patch with short blonde hair, uh, a little bit of stubble. And he is, for what it's worth, an attentive bartender. Uh, he doesn't pry into your business at all. Uh, he makes conversation if it seems like you want to. But otherwise, he provides you with your order and leaves you the hell alone. Very quick service. And what you also hear uh, are a number of individuals who are talking about a recent strike. Um, you can hear that they are talking about the justice involved in teaching the basilisk a lesson. Teaching the basilisk? That was a nickname for Nance. Nance. Ah, okay. Oh, right. yeah. Ah, okay. All right. Yeah, nobody feels bad about him. He does. I don't. He, he's okay. Yeah, I'm just like so. I'll get a drink, and I'm gonna actually be a little loud about like kind of maybe not necessarily pretending I'm drunk, but just pretending I'm angry. I'm like, yeah, this you know this uh, sumptuous stuff is horseshit, and, you know. And then when I hear that they said uh, you know that the basilisk got his, I'm like, good. About the damn time somebody showed that little. Yeah. What's 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 what's, what's what? He pissed his uh, Nance. If I forget, God, what an remind me later. Scumbag. Uh, you're gonna have advantage on checks with these guys as you're basically buddying up. Um, it's not hard to believe you. I get the feeling. As and I might even, I might even, like, <laughs> I might even like pull that thing where I like kind of hold back my sleeve and hold that I'm friggin' covering up the damn color. Oh yeah. I'm pissed. I'm like, now I have to friggin', you know, I earned this tabard in the war. Now I have to friggin' give it up for these. Couple of guys in the bar with you like, run for my friend here, and uh, you get uh, some serving of some sort of brown liquor uh, poured in front of you. 
And uh, the bartender comes by and gives you a tip of the head and says, oh, apparently your buddy's here. I found a new friend. Drink up. And he sort of wanders off to go tend to the other side of the bar. Um, at this point, you have a pretty good read on what's going on in the room and who these guys are just pissed off and who's actually capable of a crime. And you, you really have narrowed it down to, like, the guys from the Low Lantern or the guys who are over there who are talking about the strike on Nat Thangle. And um, I'm assuming the two of you probably enter eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The two of you can place yourselves. Uh, David Bowie and the Light Elf Catcher. That's adorable. There you go. Because Zenzer used to be a quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Where the where the Nant oh sorry, where are the Nantangle people? So uh the Nanto folks. The Nantophiles. So this is the, the low lantern. Oh no, that's a, that's the lowlands. And these are Nanto men. Yeah, I don't want to be near the low lantern yes, people because well, I, I died. Yeah, that's... So I'm gonna post up at this oh, table over nice. here. Yeah, she came in a two pack. I gotta bring another one over just so we can oh, put it in circulation. No, I'm gonna put myself here, guy, yeah. deliberately like trying yeah. to not face the corner full of people who think yeah. that I'm dead. That's almost what I expected to look like. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and Kendra, know where Theo is yet? Just give me one minute. Sure. Um, I am. Uh, Probably just lingering, like, I'm assuming these are windows. Yep. I'm probably just, like, lingering outside a window, keeping an eye on my friends ready to bust in if there's trouble. They're the, uh, or when like there's trouble. the Dutch structure style windows where it's got, like, the cross pattern yep. of uh, fused iron with semi-frosted glass. You can get a good idea of where light sources are inside, but details you're not going to get. You can just listen for thunder models. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll wait till I hear That was my cue at the the boat. Either that or or either, I I assume either Theo or uh, Nemea will come out and be like, all right, we're we're ready to to party. We're ready to rock and roll. Um, Can you with the system? Yeah. Um, No, I was just going to comment that this is uh, both the best and the worst campaign to decide to start actually taking notes. On sessions. <laughs> Sorry. It probably gets easier when we get to Avernus, I would think. Hopefully. A lot more linear. I, I am really bad at taking notes because I am afraid that I am going to forget something. <laughs> so I just have like pages and pages and pages of... See, I, I personally don't want to forget anything, but I'm playing an eight intelligence character who's probably going to forget people. Yeah. I mean, I'm at a ten, so like I'm average, but I've got 14 wisdom. So, like, intelligence? Yeah. I'm smart. This is my fighter. We know. Yeah. Would you like to see my retainer collection? No, no, honey, that's fine. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I got to go on a dark one, a rainbow one, and a stress one for Halloween. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Alright. Um, so, yeah, so, so my, my, my thought um, to uh, both appease our party morality and uh, older Raven Guard is we go in and we make our big show arresting these shitbirds for murder um, and that way you know we can we can say we're letting the uh, the suspected vandals go because we've got bigger fish to fry yeah. but the, the show has been made the word's out at that point but that's just my thought mm, and they are also you said that it also seems to be that they the people from the Low Lantern may also be involved in the vandalism. It seems likely. I mean, they're criminals through and through. You know yeah. that much. They might be involved with the guild, and it's a reasonable assumption the guild is behind the vandalism. Or at least encouraging it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with arresting, like, actual murderers. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. And Dragonbird's conscience is clear. He wants the biggest fish in the room, which mm-hmm. is the people that killed his friend. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, um, maybe, maybe even we make a plea deal with, like, one of them. One of the survivors, yeah. One of the survivors. The other three are getting going to jail <laughs> one, for murder. One of, the, one of the, the four that I don't turn into toothpaste? Yeah. <laughs> is it, how stupid is it that I actually turn my arm to avoid burning my arm hair off from this I did the candle. same thing with the bag of dice! <laughs> <laughs> so I actually really like these. These are pretty cool. I, I, I like hanging out that. with the people... Near the people yeah, who pull out the heist, right? Yeah, yes. let's get them all on. Yeah. Ah, spicy. You know what? This guy's uh, orange right now. Let's get him on too. Yeah. Pulled out the heist. What heist? So there are there are three basically factions in this bar. Right. There's the people from the Low Lantern. Right. There are the people who are merchants who are pissed right. about the sumptuary laws and like may be involved in some of the vandalism. And then there are the people bragging about how 
the basilisk, Nate Thingle, got robbed. Oh, but which was the plan they, with... Uh, I don't know if that meant to say that they did it. I thought that meant to say that they're just glad he got robbed. I don't know if I want to jump to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like I, a, I'm a not ugly bomb with Paul. It sounds more so, like they were just happy so, it happened. Yeah, okay. but yeah, like... Some of this, it's like mental telepathy, so, so I feel like I'm cheating a little bit, but I'm... I actually want to let all these other fuckers go. Yeah. And just target the murder. Yeah, and but... everybody else, in fact, even the Thengel haters, I want no. to party with them. I want no. to get them. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not even hot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That is Kaylee's side she's talking now. <laughs> I wasn't saying that we should arrest them. I'm just... I'm taking notes of where okay. we're all sitting, so okay. I need something short and sweet of, like, who is where and what they're doing. That's why I'm saying that they're the ones that pulled off the heist. Okay. Because they're enough. talking about the heist. Um, so along those lines, maybe it might be uh, a good idea. And this is, again, something Brian would say, maybe not necessarily Dragonair, who's not smart enough to come up with this. Um, if you identify somebody in the room that you think is like definitely in cahoots with bigger fish that are not necessarily in this room, maybe it's a good idea to let one of those people go and then tail them after it's done to see where they go back and see if they Mm -hmm. make contact with uh, something a little more substantial than vandals, you know? So I was only briefly in that bar. Or the boat. You guys were a lot more in that boat than I was. Mm -hmm. I I only went there to try to you know, help, and then I couldn't because I was buttoned in, so I just, I was going to free the lady and then that all kind of... So I wasn't there as much as you guys were. So I was thinking, if Theo is more, you, you got killed, so maybe you remember who killed you. <laughs> so, so one of you two would have a better chance. Show us on the doll where he killed you. God. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. All over my body. <laughs> wow, that's the hottest murder I've ever heard. <laughs> in my hair and on my glasses. <laughs> Got it on the ceiling. He murdered me in my belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I needed the keeps it. It's still crusty. <laughs> okay. Don't light the whole tavern on fire. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Yeah, I like the tavern on fire. I'm a tiefling wizard who specializes in evocation, which is basically my way of saying I like to blow shit up and light shit on fire. Yeah. Avernus will be a weird experience for you. <laughs> Everyone's got fire resistance. But to be fair, they also have all the other kinds of resistance, so it might be okay. Yeah. I also have fire resistance, so like... I'm waiting for my opportunity to like walk through fire and be like, ah, that like one scene in V for Vendetta. You have uh, fire resistance unless you are fighting Callisti. Which will probably happen eventually. Yeah. Way down the road. You know, portals and shit. Yeah. If you survive. So, okay, so I, I, once I come in, I, I feel like it's going to be like the record scratch, everything stops, and everybody turns and looks at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what, what, should, what should probably be the plan, at least to start, is you guys identify who it is I'm going up and arresting. Just point me at a bunch of bad guys, and then I'll get in there in the mix, I'll make a loud announcement that they're under arrest for vandalism, among other crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys jump in and help me where it's needed. Otherwise, if you guys have somebody else that you're interested in, sort of keep tabs on where it is they go once the fighting starts. Yeah, Theo's more than willing to let minor criminals who are mostly committing crimes because they are dissatisfied with the status quo go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actual murderer criminals. Right. I've posted myself next to the door to prevent people from trying to run outside, basically. Yeah. How'd that work out for you last time? <laughs> I was not near the door last time. <laughs> My um, suggestion to you, and this is just a suggestion, is actually the minute fighting starts... Game, actually well, that's a good one, too. Um, Would you use the thinker? Um, honestly, jump up on a table the minute the fighting starts. That way you can see over people's heads and launch spells. Yeah. Um, I got some, some Spanish. But, I mean, the thing I'm concerned about is if I go in and arrest these guys, then I am also boxed in. And I don't know if the people on this end of the bar are either going to leave or, or if they're going to turn on Turn, me. yeah. Um, I think I could take most of them, but... Paul is in actual physical pain for this plan. We have to convince the bar, everybody in the bar that we're only after the criminals. And we have to convince the people in the bar that these are actually criminals. Everybody in the bar is a criminal. We're in a crime bar. 
No, then I'm out. Um, I'm going to try I'm not this plan then. I'm um, not going to start murdering the civilians. And so, I'll, I'll, so the murder even if they're is, all criminals, they were they were pretty clear and explicit about don't kill anybody. They don't yeah. want somebody yeah. dead. Yeah, they want to make a show of force by arresting people. Yeah. And these four, we know for a fact, were involved in her murder. Yes. Or, they, yeah. Yeah. They basically want to do. A Those are the only ones we're going to be attacking, unless yeah. they attack us first. There's, in which case, it's only going to be enough force to get them to back off. 